On this episode of Twisted and Misunderstood, the paranormal podcast by Dominic and Alison Zenden. On this episode, we're going to be talking about time. What is time? Is it just a man-made substance to help us through and organise our lives? Or is there something more to time? Do time travellers exist? Have they been here? What is the connection between between crop circles and time travel? Are there such things as time slips? What is happening in Bowl Street in Liverpool? Charlie Chaplin, was he infiltrated by a time traveller on his 1927 film? And what is it about the little coffee shop in Brisbane, Australia, that was so remarkable. All of these stories and much more on today's Twisted and Misunderstood podcast. On this episode of Twisted and Misunderstood, the paranormal podcasts by Alison and Dominic Zenden, we're going to be discussing time. And what is time? Is time just man-made for our own convenience? Or is there more to time? Can we go backwards and forwards in time? Or are we just stuck in this one linear lifetime that just goes from the day that we're born to the day that we die? Here's a few examples of what time is in life. And we can start off by discussing, is there such thing as time travel? Is time travel possible? So, Alison, do you believe that we can travel backwards and forwards in time at will? I think there is such a thing, yes. So so time travel is real and it's just something that we have to discover. So really, why aren't there loads of people around in society that are time travellers? I think really that uh, there are probably, there are people that are time travellers. We just don't recognize them so we don't notice them we're sort of not aware of them there are a few examples that we're going to be talking about in today's episode but it's one of those intriguing questions is that one time machine would not be enough you would need two it's like a telephone without the means of getting back or going back to where you were it would be no use trying to travel in time and this brings up the intriguing question of how do time travellers recognise where they are and what date and time they are at? So how do you think they may recognise where they are when they travel through time? Well, I've heard a sort of thing about crop circles, actually. Uh, Crop circles are obviously made around about the autumn time here. Some are obviously man-made, but there is talk that crop circles do have a little sort of like a little sort of niche on them so when the time traveler comes in will make the circle they will know exactly what the time is when they make the circle okay so time travelers use crop circles as tags to work out the date and time that they are have arrived at a planet or destination. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I am. Yeah, I, okay. I believe so. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite possible that they may well be there for the convenience of people or entities, even aliens, who travel between the stars intergalactically and travel through time. Because the further and the faster you go, 
the less time actually is. So the more it speeds up. So it's perfectly possible that if you were to travel at the speed of light, you will actually go through time a lot quicker and arrive back at your destination many years into the future. So this possible explanation to what crop circles could be used for is quite a fascinating theory behind why they appear and then disappear. And remember, crop circles have been appearing on our planet since the 1400s which is quite sobering. The, the first one documented was a little devil with a, a crop scythe that was actually called the Devil's Circle. And in the 14th century, when they were much more believing in witchcraft, crop circles could have been quite a frightening aspect into their beliefs and what they were going through at that moment. So crop circles and time travel could be interlinked. The, the interesting part of that means that we can travel through time. And time is not just a man-made concept, but it is a universal concept that applies to the rules of traveling through space and time. So that's really fascinating. The next thing about time, really, that fascinates both of us is reincarnation. Does the soul reincarnate into different bodies? And if it does, how does it choose the time when it reappears? Alison, do you have any thoughts on reincarnation? Yes, I do. I do. I, I do believe in it. I, I believe the soul is goes into different bodies time and time again. I, I think that through past life regression, and I've had a past life regression, I know that I've been here many times before. I know that certain phobias that I have in this life depict what life I've had in the past here. I had a really good past life progression once where I was a milkmaid going back to the early 19th century. And I had a really vivid idea of what I was, who I was, I was a farmer's wife and also a milkmaid. Um, a lot of my life was, was around the farm. Um, I had lots of cows to look after. And in this life, I have this phobia of cows, especially Frisian black and white cows. And I won't walk through a field or if I do, I have to walk with somebody and I'm frightened they're going to charge at me. So, OK, so this is a past life phobia. Did you know what time that that past life was in? Did you was it in the 1920s, 1930s? Yeah. You know, yeah. Was there a certain time period that you were given? Yeah, the early 1900s. So yeah. at the turn of the 19th century, you were a milkmaid. That's right. So, yes. And, and the recognitions have actually carried through to this lifetime where you still have a phobia about Frisian cows. Absolutely. Yes. So, yes. so that may be a little bit of evidence that past lives do exist and they could exist on a different way that time forms if time is a circle then we can enter that circle at any point so you start off the circle at the beginning of time and the circle closes at the end of time and all our lifetimes are around the circumference of the circle so depending on where we go in we can actually bisect that circle and talk about a past life now that could actually bring the thought up that future lives could also be recalled in 
future life progression. Now, that's quite interesting, isn't it, that we could actually have all the knowledge of every lifetime that we've ever had all through a, a mind or a, sto a soul storage, like an Akizic record. So every bit of knowledge we've ever gained is there within us. And time does not really affect us, does it? No, it's not really an effect on our lives, but it's there as a reminder of when we're living that we live a linear life. We're born on one date and the line travels straight until we pass. But we carry on because we can come backwards and forwards throughout time. So time is there for us as a guide so we can work out when we existed if we can actually get the soul to recall the events of each and every lifetime. And the soul does that in several ways. It will do it through a past life regression or a future life progression. But there's also dreams where we recall certain events and especially after emotionally difficult moments in our life, we tend to dream very clearly and, and use soul recall in those dreams. So if we've gone through an emotionally difficult day, watch out for future dreams that can predict lifetimes that you've actually had. So it's an interesting way of exploring who you are and how much more you are just by knowing where to look. So that's past life regression and future life progression through time. And time does not stand still for us but it could stand still when we're actually going through something traumatic. And people will say this when they've had a car accident is that time stands still or it slows down. So remember, time is not a constant. It's just that place where we believe it's there during our normal, everyday, ordinary lives. If you love this podcast about time, you will love some of the things are in Dominic and Alison Zenden's two books, An Angel on Our Side and A Rainbow of Angels are based around paranormal stories, true life stories about the paranormal that have actually fascinated Dominic and Alison for many, many years. There are also psychic teachings, thoughts, and little bits and pieces and true life stories that may be of interest to you. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, you will really enjoy the two books on Amazon.co.uk. Welcome back. And in this second half of time, we're going to ex explore some of the things that happen in our world, some of the natural things. And one of the most fascinating stories I've heard for a long time about anything connected to time is things like time slips where people are going about their ordinary lives and they find themselves projected back into time now there's a very well documented case about a couple that went to devon and visited a a small town and the small town was very quaint and very very old-fashioned and after they've actually left the town and they tried to get back there and try to take the, their friends back there, they discovered that the place didn't exist. And they reckon they had 
and experience through time, a time slip. There's also other experiences that have been well documented and are in our book, Angels on Our Side. There's a whole passage about time slips that would fascinate people if you're interested in this section of this show. The, the bit that we're going to talk about right now is a place in Liverpool that's been well documented for going back in time. And it's a street that runs right through the centre near the station, Liverpool, called Bold Street. And Alison's going to talk you through a few of the things that have happened in Bold Street, Liverpool, UK. Yes, Bold Street in Liverpool is really renowned for unexpected occurrences. It runs from one side near the station right up a good a good mile the other side. And there's this particular shop, a bookshop, a big bookshop in the middle of Bowl Street. And one day in the 1990s, a middle-aged couple called Frank and Carol from Liverpool were just going out one morning doing their shopping. And Carol wanted to go into the bookshop. Frank wasn't bothered, so he dropped her off for half an hour, said he would come back to the bookshop and, and meet her. Um, he crossed the road, he went back, he went past the station, and then he did. He went into a record shop. Carol was doing her shopping in the bookshop. He looked at his watch, he thought, well, must go and catch up with Carol. So he crosses the road from the station, goes on to the other side of the road, and suddenly he feels quite strange. Things started to change a little bit. People started to look a little bit different. Um, again, the, the cars looked a little bit old fashioned, but he kept walking along until he got to the bookshop. Uh, just about to go into the bookshop and he looked in the window and he saw women's dresses, umbrellas, handbags. And he thought, hmm, have I got the right shop here? And he looked up and he thought, hmm, this, this is the area where I've dropped Carol off. And then he was joined by another young lady from the era of 1990, which he was in, and she looked puzzled as well. So they walked into the bookshop. Um, he turned round, just giving it a one more look across the street, and he saw lots of old-fashioned cars. And there was one van or one car called Cardins. And he thought, goodness me, that was, you know, that was something that... It was in the 1950s or 60s, because he was obviously somebody that knew about cars. And he was so confused, he just didn't know what was going on, and nor did the girl. But they walked into the shop, and as soon as they entered the shop, they were back into the normal 1990s again. And it turned into a bookshop. And this all happened within the space of about five minutes. So, so they had a five-minute time slip. They slip yes. back, they see... They're in Liverpool in 1990. Then they find themselves back in Liverpool in the 1950s. They see the people, the places, all dressed in that era of 1950s, 60s dress. And they get very puzzled. Then they go back into the into the shop and they find that they're back in the 1990s. Absolutely. So, so literally in the seconds that they've done it, and what's more remarkable about this story is, two people have gone through the same experience together. Every other story about time slips, apart from the couple in Devon, have always been individuals that have reported going back in time. But this guy actually went back and he met a stranger who'd also been taken back at the same point. So Bowl Street is quite a remarkable 
place. Why do they reckon that Bowl Street is so active in this way, Alison? Is there an explanation behind it? Um, well, some people say because they cross over near the station, it, it tends to happen near the railway station. And some people talk about magnetic fields and when the railway was obviously worked upon, maybe between sort of that, that era, maybe. Um, and, and again, maybe they actually... The, the, the actual time slip occurs maybe when the magnetic field joins the actual the road where you're crossing between that and, and Bowl Street because it always seems to be on the opposite side of the road. Right, so it's something to do with the underground in Liverpool and that the magnetic connection of the railway triggers these time slips. Yes, okay. exactly. So, so it could well be that. And the underground was placed in Liverpool in 1950s? Yeah, just slightly before that. Just before yes. 1950s. Yeah, so yeah. it could well be something that happens within that. So I want to go on now because we had our own experience of a time slip, but not in the UK, but in Australia. We were lucky to visit Australia a couple of times and to stay in Brisbane. And our first day in Brisbane, we both went out looking just as tourists would as people would for just a view of the brisbane city we didn't know nothing about brisbane we didn't know where we were or what we were doing but we followed the main street didn't we <laughs> yeah okay so yeah. i'll let alison take you through the next things that happened to us during that day yes we, well we went into the city of, of brisbane i uh, had no idea what brisbane was like it was a sunday so it was fairly quiet but we just arrived, we're, we're sort of walking along, we're walking by the river, and then we decided to go up a place called Edward Street. We walked along, and we wanted to make sure that we knew our way back to our hotel. So we saw this church with a spire on, on the corner, and we used that as our landmark. So we thought, well, at least if we do get lost, we'll make our way back to the church. And as we walked along this road called Edward Street, we came to the bottom of it, and on the corner was a cafe. It was called the Corner Cafe quite small for a city and we wanted a cup of coffee so well, let's just go in and we went in and it was really really small only enough for about eight people but very cozy and very friendly and there was a young girl there and actually funny enough she was from Liverpool and she couldn't be more friendlier um she was really lovely she wanted to know about us but it was a bit of a strange atmosphere and the cakes that were being sold looked not really sort of modern cakes they looked hard scone bakes and sort of these old tiffin type cakes and anyway we we ordered a cake and a cup of coffee uh different cups again very small cups very strong coffee and we, we sat there and we chatted and paid the bill and it did seem quite quite cheap really anyway we we left and we said look we'll see you we'll see you again we'll definitely come back because it was really quaint and she told us a little bit about brisbane and, and what was going on Anyway, a few days later, we decided, yeah, we, we'd got the bearings a little bit better. We came back, we walked along, and as we were walking up the same street, yes, we saw the church spire, we knew we were in the right place, and suddenly there was a clown outside this shop and had balloons, and children were, were out there, and they were clowns giving them balloons and things. And we thought, oh, must be you know, a joke, joke shop or something here going on because the clown was being silly and everything. Anyway, we walked into what we thought was the cafe and we suddenly saw fake moustaches where the cakes were. 
fake moustaches and like water pistols or squirty water pistols in the window. So, ooh, so we sort of took a step out again, looked at the at the at the road, and you know, we're in the right place. It was, it was exactly inside. It was exactly the same. Anyway, there was a man there, and I said, "Oh, has this changed hands?" And he he looked at us and said, "No, it's, it's been here for years." And we we looked at each other and thought, "How can this be? A few days ago, this was a cafe. We, we were sitting down in the corner, and now it was a, a clown was outside." There were all these sort of like silly little things that children would buy with their pocket money. And we stepped out and we looked across the road, saw the church again, knew we were in the right place. There was no doubt in our minds at all. And just completely puzzled, had no idea where the cafe had gone. It just it just vanished, basically, which I thought was really strange. Yeah, so we've been in a cafe that hadn't existed for probably 20, 30 years, which was even more <laughs> strange. You know, although we, we did have a good look around the area and think that we might have been disorientated, the, the church and the, the name of the street were the same. And no matter how many times we looked, we could not find that cafe. No. So we reckon that we must have had a time slip. So that's our story about our, our trip to Brisbane. There's, there's other people that actually have had experiences through time. The, the one that stands out that you can look at and check out on YouTube is Charlie Chaplin's film, The Circus. Now, if you pop that into your search engine, you will find that on that clip of that film, there is a alleged time traveler walking through the titles. Now, this time traveller is only depicted because it is so odd to see the character itself. It's um, a woman that looks like a man dressed up as a woman. But the bit that's odd is the guy is on a mobile phone. Now, there are lots of theories about what that could be. Some people say it's an ear trumpet. Some people actually say that it's a, just something that that person's holding to their ear. But if you watch the film, you can make up your own mind what you think it could be. Now, there's two possibilities for me. One is that people who say it's near trumpet have got some sort of thought about that. But if it's a mobile phone, who's, who are they calling in 1927, some 80 years before mobile phones became a household item? So if this is somebody of the 1920s on a mobile phone, they stand out uniquely as somebody who's out of their time. And we've watched it together. Alison and myself have both watched this beginning to the circus by Charlie Chaplin. And there is no explanation to what it could be apart from could it be something paranormal that's caught out of time on a clip? that is now available on the internet. There's a little buy story about this. Um, I tried to buy Charlie Chaplin's The Circus on DVD, and there's no shop that actually sells the DVDs. I even tried on Amazon, and Amazon would not sell me a copy of it. They said it was out of stock, and it's been out of stock ever since. So there's no way you can buy it, but you can see it on YouTube. So, Alison, time is quite fascinating, isn't it? 
Oh, extremely fascinating. And the more you experience, the more you want to delve into it even further. Definitely. And on future podcasts of Twisted and Misunderstood, we're going to talk about um, a friend of mine called Mike who had a, a recall of a past life that was the same life that he was living. So that's a fascinating thing that's also structured in time. And I think that the whole of the world that we live in is far more than what we know and what we see. And sometimes we're far too busy. A lot of people say they haven't got enough time. Well, that's not true. We have plenty of time because time keeps going. We stop. Time is always there. But we never, ever get to the end of time because if it is a circle and we can re-enter and there is reincarnation and there is times for us to have different lifetimes or even the same lifetime more than once, why do we worry? Time is not the handcuffs or the straitjacket that we perceive it to be. And there are some fascinating examples of time not really existing in the way that we think it does. If you love this podcast about time, you will love some of the things that are in Dominic and Alison Zenden's two books. An Angel on Our Side and A Rainbow of Angels are based around paranormal stories, true life stories about the paranormal that have actually fascinated Dominic and Alison for many, many years. There are also psychic teachings, thoughts, and little bits and pieces and true life stories that may be of interest to you. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, you will really enjoy the two books on amazon.co.uk.